Hello and welcome to another episode of the Boink Radio Podcast here in 2021. What a year! New season, new year. Happy New Year. We're already eating haggis this year. How exciting is that? How do you know we're eating haggis? Well, it's in the chat that you're welcome to join every week at 5 p.m. Eastern on the Boink Network Discord server. We talk about all things Boink. Today we're talking about the simplest thing of Boink. Answering the question, what is Boink? So stick around. We'll be doing that really quick. And we're doing the news at the end this week just so we can tell you what Boink is because it's so freaking exciting. Isn't it, Delta, dear co-host? Oh, it's it has to be more exciting than Bundaberg <laughs> Ginger Beer. <laughs> but more, more excitedly, uh, I've switched out from tea. Considering it's summer, we now have Bundaberg. And I'm going through all the Bundaberg flavors, starting swear- with my favorite, Guava. I swear, you guys go through more seasons a year than anywhere else in the world. Like, I feel well, like it was spring yesterday. We fires right now. <laughs> you have fires again? Has yeah, it been a year since last year's? Okay, all right. Man, I don't know. Maybe time just flies when it's 2020. <laughs> uh, so we've got some folks with uh, rum and coke just finished in the chat. Delicious. Uh, Sack Pop is happy that someone else has jumped on the rum bank bandwagon, which I think means he's drinking rum. I have water. We got some green tea. We got Bacardi Spice. Delicious. Oh, man. We got a beer. So many beverages this year. How happy. How happy. (laughs) Foxy was configuring her router while drinking rum and coke, which doesn't make sense because if that was the case, my router would be destroyed. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that you don't want to be managing a server room and drinking rum and coke. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, we got chocolate and popcorn. That sounds that's unique. Not a beverage, agreed, but delicious. All right. Anyway, let's get to, <laughs> to what is Boink. Before we lose any of the new people coming into Boink, basics, basics, basics. Delta. Here's what I think Boink is. You tell me if this is right or wrong. Boink is a tool that scientists can use to break up their computational scientific tasks into little chunks and send it to people around the world who are contributing to the network. And those people around the world will complete those little computational science chunks and send it back to the researcher who will then, voila, have an answer to their problem. Absolutely correct. Just like the cake coming out of the oven. (laughs) Just like, well, if everyone around the world could take part in baking the cake. (laughs) (laughs) A big, gigantic global cake. It's a cake made out of muffins, and everyone bakes a muffin and sends it to the person who then assembles the cake with the muffins. That's it. (laughs) But also, the, the purpose of it really is because scientists often can't afford the computational power of a supercomputer or to rent other computing clusters or cloud machines or anything like that. So they rely on their volunteers, and this is citizen science, so we're here to help out. Absolutely. Boink is one of the most powerful supercomputers in the world. Another distributed computing platform, which we'll talk about next week, called Folding at Home, is actually the largest supercomputer in the world. The difference between Boink and something like Folding at Home, though, is that Folding at Home works on a very specific task called protein folding, which is an insanely important task right now. Uh, and Boink is a what's called a permissionless system, meaning that anyone, anyone, literally anyone, scientists or just normal uh, Joe, I guess, in a closet somewhere. I don't know why Joe is living in a closet. 
But anyone can make a Boink project about anything, as long as they can break their problem up into little muffins that they can send everyone to bake. They can do a scientific project. So Boink actually works on protein folding, as uh, just like folding at home. But it also works on climate change projects. It works on cancer marker projects. It works on curing uh, sarcoma, HIV/AIDS. It works on like space projects, finding pulsars, gravitational waves. It works with LHC at, or LHC CERN's LHC, uh, trying to make sure the LHC at home or why do I keep calling it the Boink Project? Trying to make sure that the Large Hadron Collider does not blow up. It runs simulations to test different scenarios out. Uh, it works on a lot of math projects. Thank you, Pollock. Uh, prime numbers. Uh, works on conjectures like Colas conjectures. Um, and I keep saying it works on. It doesn't work on. It provides the infrastructure that these scientists and researchers and just citizens set up to run. So some of these projects are run out of CERN, they're run out of uh, University of Washington, I think the like universities around the world, Max Planck Institute, uh, large organization, IBM runs World Community Grid, which is one of the largest Boink projects that does a whole lot of work. Uh, so many different entities use Boink to complete their science with us, just normal people with computers who want to do science and learn a little bit along the way. It's really cool. It's really fun. And thanks to the help of these volunteers crunching on all these projects, we found some of the largest prime numbers in the world. We found gravitational waves. We found a possible treatment for uh, COVID-19. And uh, we've even cr created a map of radiation that you can detect all over the Eurozone. We've managed to learn more about earthquakes. We managed to learn even bottlenecks in the internet now. <laughs> So that it does have results. We, we did that. Do you remember the project? Um, why can't Enigma? They crunched, they, they cracked the Enigma codes from World War II, the remaining Enigma messages, which is really neat. Like, what a, exactly. what a wild project. And if we sit here talking about all the brilliant things the project's done, we'd be here for probably about an hour. We do need to, we do need to highlight this one that Zach Pop just mentioned, the Minecraft homepage. Because folks who are listening to this might have heard about that that time this group found this seed, the Minecraft seed that has the Minecraft like front page panorama on it. That was Boink. <laughs> we found Boink it. Did we that. found it. <laughs> How cool is that? There's actually a Boink uh, group called Minecraft at home, but they use Boink. It is really neat. Really neat stuff can be done with this technology. And one of the the main principles of it you mentioned uh it's it's here because scientists have all this work and not enough money to really rent supercomputers but it's also here to get people involved in the scientific process to get them energized to, to make them feel like they're part of it because you are when you're contributing to boink part of it you help discover gravitational waves you help find the minecraft homepage seat <laughs> you help to do all this stuff and it's like it's trying to make its own Apollo effect. Apollo being the moon missions from like the 60s and 70s that really got a whole generation of people interested in science. And Boink, starting out of SETI, right, the search for extraterrestrial intelligence did just that. And it can, the rest of Boink continues its legacy with just getting people interested in science because of COVID. You brought up the COVID projects that found ways to fight COVID. That was a very personal and passionate project. And unfortunately, we still haven't found out. Unfortunately, we still have not found aliens. Although the project's still going. Very exciting stuff. Uh, what else is Boink? I mean, that was a really good summary. <laughs> <laughs> I think we deserve a clap for that. I'm smacking my elbow for you. 
<laughs> Boink. Which brings up another point. Boink is it, it's more than just all this techie and sciencey stuff. It's a community. There's it, it builds community around science. Uh, we're here. I've met I met Delta through uh, Boink. I've met I mean everyone here through Boink essentially. And it's just we have a lot of fun together. We drink beverages. We do podcasts. There's also people who are like students who have met people from other universities doing interesting stuff, talking about their fields, and a lot of um, a lot of passion in the Boink community. I would say. Uh, and when can we get some free food and catering? Well, when you get your vaccine. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm still ready to flip pancakes uh, during the workshop, so we'll see when that is. Oh, and I actually have a microphone for the workshop. <laughs> hey, I should probably get one so I don't need to wear a headset, huh? huh? Anyway, that's what Boink is, and really there's a lot more to it. The technology is fascinating, beyond fascinating. It's been around since the late 90s. Well, distributed computing itself has been around for like the 80s-ish, but Boink and its infrastructure has been around since the late 90s. It's been under development uh, for all this time. It's gone through waves and valleys and all that nonsense, uh, and it's... Yeah, it's, it, that part is fascinating. The science projects are fascinating. Get to you get to talk with researchers and and project administrators and all this stuff. And there's the community is also fascinating. There's lots of people with lots of different backgrounds. For example, I brought up Haggis because we have someone uh, who's here almost every week whose name is Crunchy Haggis, and he happened to have Haggis pizza for dinner. And I've never had Haggis, but I know what it is, and it sounds delicious, and I want to eat it one day. But <laughs> The point of all of this is come on into the community and get involved because there's there's so much to learn and so much to to participate in and a lot of games to play and all that stuff. So come into the Discord. You can find us on Twitter, at Boink Network. You can find us at our website, boink.network, which continues to be developed. Feel free if you want to help. Um, and also, if you're a developer, feel free to jump into the code base on GitHub. If you just look for Boink, you'll find it. You know what you're doing. Uh, Delta is an example of someone who's just like, I think he's going to university for computer software, software computer engineering. Computer science. Computer science. And he just like, yeah, Boink is a great way to sort of learn how to code, be part of a um, development team, learn how to collaborate and, and uh, learn GitHub. part of your degree. <laughs> you're you're, you're <laughs> actually using it for your extra, degree? Yeah, because I had to do an extra little uh, bit of uh, project on the side. So contributing to the Boink source code was exactly what I chose. There you go. It's a great way to get experience in all these things and learn and just like meet fun people along the way. So do jump in. Um, and if you have any questions on how to set anything up, because admittedly it's not, it's a big uh, set of software. So it's not the easiest thing in the world. It, people are working to make it easier, but for the time being, not the easiest. Uh, but do come in if you have questions and people are happy to get you started. Once you know what you're doing, it's very easy to run. It's just that first time. There's just so much there. That first time could be a little uh, intimidating, let's say. And we should probably say that you can actually find Boink at boink.berkeley.edu. Absolutely. We'll redirect you there if you go to boink.network, though. Give us your clicks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you got to click on boink.network first. Yeah. Um, what else? Guys, chat, did we miss anything? I think that's a pretty straightforward uh, description of what Boink is. Pretty happy that Sackpop and I have spent the last like two months trying to describe what Boink is, and we just said it <laughs> in five minutes. We just did it. We're pumped. We're ready. <laughs> it doesn't sound as good as I read it. It was a smoothie, if you must know. Oh, there you go. Brain power yeah. smoothie. It was. Wow. It was very green. A meat smoothie? 
No, I drink those on Tuesdays. I was actually thinking about this the other day. A little bit of a side, aside, but is that actually disgusting? Like, if you cook the meat first and put it in the smoothie, has anyone tasted that? Does it taste bad? I remember one of my friends blended a pizza, and it was terrible. That, yep, not meat, but, okay, <laughs> I feel like same sort of realm of things one should not <laughs> blend. It tastes of muscle and determination. Well, we are the determinators, so... What are you going to do? I mean, if you want muscle in a drink, just, like, get a whole bunch of egg yolks into a cup and scull it. That's disgusting. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, since we nailed out that the sort of introduction to Boink, um, next year, next year, next week, like I said, we will be talking a little more about projects that are not Boink, different platforms, maybe a little bit of the history of distributed computing. Um, but... Let's do the news. We usually do the news at the beginning, but we really wanted to get this out of the way. But there has been a heck of a lot of news in the Boink world over the past several weeks. Delta, you want to kick us off? I can cook us off. <laughs> cook us off, mate. <laughs> I can kick us off. All right. So we have a lot of projects coming out with some goals, some New Year's resolutions, and some New Year's data as well. Uh, so starting with, uh, let's go with just a simple one. Prime search projects. Okay, so there's some really broad forum that talks about prime search projects, and it looks like they have some 2021 project goals. They want to prove three bases, which is relevant to SR base, which we'll come to in a second. Um, they want to also search um, all the Ks on particular bases. They want to find uh, the top 60, uh, they want to find 60 of the top 3,000 primes, 15 of the top 1,000 primes, and four of the top 500 primes, all in this year, as well as some other more technical um, goals that we're not going to talk much about here because it's got a bit of maths in it. But that comes to SR Base, which is a prime searching project. And, excuse me, and they have adopted the goal of three bases. So they're going to help find the next three bases of the SR, which I can't pronounce very well, Rizal and something. <laughs> yep, Rizal and something. <laughs> but they're going to find three more bases to prove in that for 2021, and that's their New Year's. Wonderful. <laughs> whoever can pronounce that needs to get the, yeah, I, I, whoever can pronounce the SR and SR base, please unmute yourself and, and teach us, because I also struggle with that one. <laughs> oh, but I also can't pronounce any molecules ever, so... If I can't pronounce it, it's not saying much. All right, I'll, I, I got one coming out of World Community Grid, which is IBM's uh, social corp, corporate responsibility, something like that project, where they do what's called an umbrella project. They do a lot of projects, different projects under their One World Community Grid banner. Uh, they also help with developing Boink, which we didn't mention before, is an open source set of software. We did sort of allude to it, but cool stuff. Anyway, this is coming from Mapping Cancer Markers, uh, the project seeking to it's a very self-described <laughs> title, Map Cancer Markers. Uh, they have finished running their data for lung cancer and ovarian cancer markers, uh, which are just ways to tell sort of if you have cancer and what type of cancer you have and how to maybe treat it a little bit. Uh, and they're now working on studying uh, cancer markers for sarcoma, which is a group of cancers that start in the bone, muscle, or other tissues. Uh, and it's, I think it affects uh, children largely, but not entirely sure on that. Might just be blowing smoke. Uh, anyway, they are. They found a recent way to, or they recently found a way to find different types of sarcoma markers just by manipulating their code, their computer code, a little bit. And that's 
pretty neat. Uh, apparently, this small tweak in their code could have a pretty large impact on the project's ability to analyze markers for various types of, of sarcoma. Um, so they have finished analyzing the results for their beta testing for these new work units with this new small tweak in the code. Uh, and they found a few small things, differences between their test work units and those that were run on WCG. Uh, and they're sort of looking at those differences to see what's going on. Um, meanwhile, they're still running the older code, which is still doing uh, work with cancer markers. Uh, and there are 800 batches available for download, 1,000 in progress, 68,000 batches completed with an estimated backlog of 23 days. So go ahead and find some markers. Lots of progress. Indeed. All right, now onto some more news. This one's from MLC at Home, Machine Learning Comprehension. And they've reflected on a bit of the past, and they have made some resolutions for 2021. So they mentioned that they do have some very good community engagement, and they've been working very hard on their community engagement. And I think both of us here in the Boink Radio, Jay Ringo, can say that definitely MLC at Home have have done very well community engagement, especially with the radio. Definitely. I remember them making this project off the beginning. Guy used to be called Ugly Bag of Mostly Water, and to be honest, I I... I Whoa, I missed that username. But you know what? He changed it because he made a Boink project, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, and so they also have some areas that they wish to improve on. And these are actually this is actually probably the most interesting part of this post because they want to find more people to collaborate on the science side. So they want some more people interested in machine learning and uh, help develop the results and whatnot. And they also want more people to help with the operational side. They mentioned that this is still a one-person project, and personally, I think from what they've done with this project, they are pushing themselves to the absolute limit. And I think if they get some volunteers to maybe help make the um, possibly the weekly updates or monthly updates or help with the results, help with programming, help with testing, anything like that, uh, then... That'd be great for the project. That'd be great to see. And you can even put that on your resume. Yeah, I'm reading this right now. This is crazy. This is just run. So it's a, a, a doctoral candidate who also has got a family and a job and all that stuff. And they've just decided to do this MLC project. This is crazy. Guys, definitely, if you have the time, if you want to learn a little bit about machine learning from someone who's very knowledgeable in it, uh, reach out to the person on the Discord here titled MLC at Home. They are in red. They have a little section there on the side. Let them know what you can help do, whether it's coding or just organizing or even community engagement, whatever you can do. Like Delta said, great resume builder. Yep. And we could see a paper or a full data set released from them by this year. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Kudos to uh, this guy who put this together. This is a, one of the most exciting new projects. It's the first AI project on Boink that I know of. Uh, and they are doing a great job all right you got any more jeringa i have some from milky way (laughs) there we go all right new badges so we didn't mention this in the intro but if you're here you know what badges are at this point uh little little rewards you get for crunching milky way has new badges yay they look very pretty uh they have a 20-year badge, a 100 billion credit badge. Oh, man, that's so much. Some people have been working on these projects for over 20 years. Jeez. These are wonderful. We, I can't wait to make our own badges, Delta, when we get our own team going, which I think, guys, <laughs> is going to be happening pretty soon. Hell yeah. 
All right. So uh, another piece of news item and another another uh, release of actual results. Athena. That's one we haven't heard about in a while. They've been running in the background. They've been pinging a lot of things on the internet, and they've managed to actually get one of their data sets done. And uh, their data set actually, excuse me, the Bundys are getting to me. <laughs> and the data set actually can tell you how fast particular internet service providers are. They've got their data on howfaster.net, and you can go to open.data.howfaster.net. And that, that's all the raw data set there if you want to go and check it out. But uh, they've actually used the, the data from just pinging different things on the internet and tracing the routes uh, all across the internet to figure out if there's any bottlenecks, figure out if there's any latency, figure out um, how many hops it takes to get to somewhere. And they've released their first data set, and this is fantastic. Awesome. Athena, yeah, one of the er, newer projects tracking the internet, playing ping pong with all our routers. <laughs> it's an interesting concept though because who knows how this internet operates and who knows if we can optimize it a little more uh, and do interesting stuff yeah, it's just, just I don't think anyone's bothered to map it and now yeah. we have the ability to do that you know it's like one of the first things you do when you go building something new or exploring is you build a map so you know what you're doing you <laughs> never did it cartography of the internet cartinternet nope definitely not cartinternet alright <laughs> 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 So uh, check out Athena if you want to help map the internet, figure out where all these tubes go. Um, I got <laughs> the tubes. <laughs> I got news coming out of SI Doc, another new project uh, put together by, I think, the same researcher who does Rake Search, which uh, Delta has done a project brief on. Go check that out if you want. Uh, it's on the same boink.network website or the same podcast channel that you listen to these on. Uh, but they have open sourced their uh, their application CM doc uh, and put it on GitHub. That's really neat. We love open access, open source, open information, all these wonderful things. Uh, so we will also plug that they are looking for C++ devs, especially ones with CUDA and parallel computing knowledge to help with their project. Go check them out. Go help them. We'll try to put the uh, link in the description of this episode. Uh, these are... Most of these projects, a lot of them are not IBM. They don't have the funding to even IBM doesn't do a lot of funding with their world community group, but most of these people do not have the funding to do this. They're doing it because of the passion. So MLC at home, SI doc, get out there, help them build the best Boeing project they can, build the community around the Boeing project, get more involved, help get more engaged and teach people about the science. You know, this is, we're doing this for the betterment of the humanities. Yeah. But also, <laughs> I have more news from SI Doc. Uh, they have generated the last set of targets, last set of tasks for their first target, the Corona 3CL Pro V3 protein. So SI Doc is like a um, protein folding project, essentially. Um, they are working on COVID, and they also want to do other sort of uh, virology or what have you, biology projects in the future as it becomes more relevant. So great project, wonderful to see new projects, wonderful to see an admin of another project deciding to make another project. That is just someone who loves distributed computing, you can tell. Absolutely. All right, and now one final news item from SRBase. I think they've figured out what actually causes the recent database crashes. So if you've been hearing from last year, SRBase has been crashing quite often recently. Is it Y2K? Finally no, caught not. up to them? Oh. <laughs> 
It's Microsoft. <laughs> hey, we, go listen we, to OS I, Wars. I am a Microsoft <laughs> loather. I absolutely hate Microsoft, and it is just sad to see that a simple software license issue is causing an entire database to crash for a Boink project. Software license? Wow. Uh, as far as I read, it, uh, the, the, apparently there is a patch for Microsoft that should fix the rights issue. would obviously do for software rights or licenses or something like that. Um, and it's just sad to see how Windows and Microsoft is just screwing with the Boink project. Huh. That is unfortunate. But hey, do, do they say they're... Do, do they know what uh, the fix is? They don't know what they're doing? It, they, I mean, obviously they'll be doing everything they can to fix it and to mitigate the amount of data that's lost. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know if um, they'll be... They know how to fix it anytime soon. That's a shame. Well, stay tuned, guys. We'll bring you the latest news on that as soon as we get it. Huh. Wow. I think that's... That is all the news. Although I will mention Sackpop asks if our news year... New Year's resolution is to make the Boink Network team. That and so much more, my friend. So much more. Stay tuned. <sighs> and come to the um, come to the virtual Boink workshop. That will happen one day. I promise. We're moving along. <laughs> it's coming. Uh, all right. Well, we got some time to kill Delta. What do you want? To, what do you want to talk about for these next twenty minutes? Uh, well, I guess you can ask where where do we think science is going to go? I mean, we got a pretty good idea provided all the news that we got today that there's going to be some fantastic stuff coming out um i personally think that uh there's probably going to be some more uh, ai or machine learning projects coming about or at least big developments in mlc at home this uh, this year and uh, i really hope to see some new boink projects too that do things a little bit differently just like how DHEP, an old project, um, managed to use a genetic algorithm and then get people to compete with their genetic algorithms to make the best circuit and whatnot. Or even another sensor project would be nice too. For the Yeah, that would be nice. I don't know if I would put my money on it actually happening though. It would be awesome. <laughs> I think, although I do think that there's going to be a lot more attention coming to distributed computing this year. Uh, to be biased, largely because of the blockchain, uh, and what is happening in that space right now. There are a lot of projects coming to maturity uh, that incentivize people to um, do distributed computing. So Boink already be p being positioned in a couple of those projects, being utilized by a couple of those projects. Um, I think we're going to see some more interest in Boink, in Boink projects, in maybe you know simple things like upgrading project websites from HTTP to HTTPS. Yes, uh, please do that. <laughs> Getting a little more, a, a bit more legitimacy uh, behind a lot of it. A little more engagement, I think, is going to be um, required for some projects to survive. Uh, and I think the newer projects, just like MLC at Home and uh, SI Doc and Athena, who are start with engagement right off the bat, we're going to see that. So essentially, I guess what I'm saying is, distributed computing and Boink might start breaking out of its own bubble, which would be awesome. Uh, now, now that you bring up uh, a bunch of those developments, you've also reminded me that I, I personally think that we're going to see a new Boink application. I, I worked with the developers last year, and they have some milestones set up. And I think that this year we're going to see some really big uh, changes to the Boink code base, whether it be simple uh, efficiency improvements or whether it be actual changes to the interface or, or additions to that. That would be wonderful. Oh, I just hope they remain permissionless. But... 
general development of Boink. I think I agree with you. I think we're going to see a little more of that pickup as well. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, again, a mention to the drinks. <laughs> I, I, um, not only am I going to be drinking Bundaberg over the, next, uh, over the coming weeks in summer, but I'm also going to get another brand of drink called Oak. And they have some very interesting drinks. And I'll let you know, the one that I had yesterday was milk but it was jam ball donut flavored. So what? you're going to get some more of that coming in soon. What? <laughs> I know. I'm not lying. I'll, I'll grab the picture. I'll show you. Oh, speaking of pictures, I, I think I might get a webcam this year. 2021. <laughs> wow, that was like super aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> it's about time, damn it. <laughs> All right, there you go. There's the Jamball Donut Oak. So you'll probably hear me review that <laughs> in some of the coming weeks. I'm looking forward to that. That looks delicious. Like those look like really good donuts, but it's yeah, on a carton of milk, say, so I'm very confused. The inside is not that good. <laughs> <laughs> I am looking. I predict many more Australian jokes, like this one. Calling Foxy says, "I always joked about Brits having bad taste, and then I realized who Aussies were." Uh, Aussies. But I do have some great Australian jokes lined up for the next Project Brief, so stay tuned for that. Oh, are they jokes about Australians or jokes coming from the Australian point of view of humor? Um, Jokes about Australia, I think. More oh, like wonderful. The temperature and the heat and whatnot. They're both wonderful, actually. Any of them would be great. Thanks. Thanks, everyone, for joining us on this first episode of the second season of the Boink Radio Podcast. It's been a lot of fun. We'll see you next week where we're talking about not Boink. What other platforms can you distribute compute on? <laughs> well, well, I hope to see you then. Until then, keep on crunching, folks. And bye. See you next time.